open up my window to substitute outside. Hey, Kath. Hey, Don. And Addie's here. Hey, Hello. Addie. Hey. We have a special guest, but before we introduce her, Kathy wanted to catch up with some business. <laughs> I've got some business. First of all, I would like to give a shout out to the new subscribers on Spotify who clicked that button and got and got some of my subscribing up to DJ Hematai. <laughs> <laughs> I can't thank <laughs> I can't thank you enough. I actually cried. I was so happy that you guys did that. I just wanted to say thank you. So whoever did that, I just wanted to say thank it you. It reminds me of when we did our first podcast and when we saw that we had 10 listens, we just we couldn't like, believe it. We were floored. I was like, oh my God, whoever the town, we love you so much. Who are how, they? Right. That's how it starts. So I wanted to actually talk to uh, Sage Adrian about this a little while ago. So I don't know when, Donna, I mentioned, we were we were just joking about me doing being a dj right it was like 2019 because i finished the album in 2020 so it was a couple of years ago we were just messing around and i was just like what's my alter ego is i would probably be a dj and not a dj where i'm like you know like marshmallow <laughs> like you know like going up there and and just mm -hmm. doing weddings but i'm um, like creating and composing some music but it kind of started out as a joke, and then when COVID happened, I, I, something came over me, and I started uh, this pro. I did the program, and I got, I started creating cells, and then I was figuring it out, which I can't figure out how to get my email up, and it just, I ended up creating that album, and so Shockwave has been doing really, really well. It's on. I'm from. It's. So I am officially a recording artist. <laughs> it just makes me laugh because it's so silly. I'm officially a recording artist. I'm from BMI and uh, DistroKid has uh, put my music out. It's got some traction on this new tech forum called QQT Pro or something. I just got the email. And so people are listening. You guys are listening. And what started out to be kind of like, you know, just a, hey, uh, a little joke ended up becoming kind of a passion and I really have been enjoying it. It's been very therapeutic for me. And I did a couple of singles for um, our Patreon group. So I did some private ones and then I have two singles that are getting some traction. <laughs> I'm just laughing about it. And you can and you can find your music on Instagram stories when you put in music yeah. for Instagram stories. It was there. I had I called everybody at ten o'clock at night. And I know. Was up cause I, I was, was sleeping. Like, Sorry, sleeping. That's why I had to talk to Sage Adrian because she's in Washington. So I was like, she's up. Oh, she's so awake at <laughs> seven o'clock. <laughs> like, Got to talk to somebody. But what what's interesting about this is um. After I had, uh, after I copywritten and I got it out and did all the stuff, I had a dream about this DJ called something Fitzpatrick. And it was such a clear dream. And I called Donna the next day. I said, I had like a lucid dream about this DJ. His name is, he was from a foreign country and his name is Fitz, Fitzpatrick. And when we looked it up, um, he had um, unfortunately killed him, like committed suicide. My heart committed suicide and he had some issues and so he died around the time I was like making this album I know and so I know. like did I channel this energy that I like he's talking to me and because I have to tell you that I don't I cannot recreate what I did like if I go back on it's not the same like I, I go back it's just not the same music it's mm -hmm. so it, it's so in line it's so it, it's so layered and detailed and it sounds like I, I did not do it. <laughs> DJ <laughs> did not do it. So I just thought it was a fascinating thing that if you have a, if you just have some creative flow, just go with it. Don't think about it and just make it happen. Mm -hmm. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I just want to say how grateful I am for everybody listening. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Don. Are you done? Yes. I want to thank Donna <laughs> and Addie for my... Please. <laughs> oh please well me. speaking about things that are meant to be things that just happen things that turn into uh lucky circumstance um our guests we have been 
asking the universe for a couple of years now to bring us the right person to talk about the stars. Because if you're a listener of the podcast, you know that we love astrology and we don't know anything about astrology. (laughs) It's the one thing we can talk about a lot of things and we have talked about a lot of things, but we never, ever pretend Oftentimes I'll look something up on the internet and just read it because um, neither one of us is schooled correctly in this field. But boy, do we follow it. Boy, do we love it. And so I want to introduce Kathy Rose. Welcome. Kathy Rose, astrologer. She has a YouTube channel that um, I found myself in a rabbit hole deep dive. Should have been doing work, but instead I was listening to her. Rose Astrology. You can find her on YouTube, subscribe to that. And she also has a website, roseastrology.com. We are so happy to meet you and have you here. We have been dying for this episode (laughs) for four years. We have so many questions, Kathy. So welcome. Thank you. It's really great to be here. And I have your charts in front of me, so I feel like I already know you. Oh, that's great. Yeah. There's no dirt. The dirt's coming out of the laundry. <laughs> I know. That's right. I know. We might we might regret saying we're open books. <laughs> it a little bit. Yes, yeah, so we thought that that would be a really great place to start, because you know, um, we, you know, me, I have a thousand questions. So how do we narrow that down? So you were so kind to say, give us your information, and um, yeah, we can start there. Well, you just laid the intro for your chart, Donna, because you said you have a thousand questions, and I literally have that almost (laughs) word for word written on here. I mean, you have an enormous amount of planets in air signs in your chart, and moon in Gemini, sun in Aquarius, and, and more, and I don't like to go into a whole lot of jargon. The bottom line with this is your chart is very much focused on asking why, 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 and thinking and thinking and processing and collecting information and analyzing information and then (laughs) collecting some more and analyzing that and then asking why, 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 why. And it can be a spin cycle. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, you know, it's so perfect how you said that. One of the things I look at when I look at a horoscope is the life purpose statement. I look at it and I say, what is this soul trying to polish in this lifetime? Mm. Um, What are the life purpose issues that are sending out? And for you, Donna, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you need to communicate. You need to communicate. (laughs) You need to um, be creative. And um, I don't know, are you a writer? I am a writer. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Just, Perfect. Just that's, left. She has a so really clear. big mouth that doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Validating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you know you were born when Mercury was retrograde? No. <laughs> no doubt, though. No doubt. But, you know, it, it the Mercury retrograde phenomenon is so distorted in social media. It's, you know, I started studying astrology when I was eight years old, and you can see I have silver hair. So, you know, yeah. I've studied it for a long time. <laughs> and once social media got involved, then a lot became distorted because sensationalism crept in, fear crept in, you know, the marketing with this jazzy, jazzy fear-based astrology, mm-hmm. including Mercury retrograde. So if you're on social media and you're reading blogs and you're going to see how to survive a Mercury retrograde, yeah, I honestly want to slap somebody. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's I love it. we okay, we definitely marks. we definitely pay attention to Mercury and retrograde, and we don't fear it. We just think of it as like an explanation why we stub our toe in the middle of the night. But you can blame the planets any time. Mercury doesn't need to be retrograde to blame the planets. And that's what it ends up being is people get in their their mind. It's called confirmation bias. You probably know about that. Yeah, sure. Which is if they hear Mercury's retrograde and they've been told things break down, problems happen, back up everything, going to lose information, then they expect that. They view the life in that way. And then it manifests. Mm. And I always say, guess what? Things break even when Mercury's not retrograde. And I always <laughs> say, Mercury right. might be retrograde, but I'm not. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. So we're being totally retrained, and I appreciate that. <laughs> so I'm going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But for you, Donna, being born with Mercury retrograde is a very powerful life purpose statement, um, especially because it is conjunct your sun. So this is another indicator of thinking a lot, maybe overthinking, maybe having a hard time stopping your mind from processing. 100%. And the Mercury retrograde statement in your natal suggests that you internalize a lot. Yes. And Kathy, so yes. I don't know if you're married, Donna. Are you in a relationship? I'm in a relationship. I'm not okay. for with him for 14 years. Okay. Well, if if I were doing a couple session, I would say to him, you need to poke and prod her so that she will reveal what's in her mind. <laughs> <laughs> because Mercury retrograde people tend to think about things extensively, deeply, internally, for a long period of time and nobody knows That's and then true. you'll reach a decision and then you'll lay it out on everybody and they'll go wait i didn't even know you were thinking about that oh yeah, my kathy, god i love you and i'm gonna <laughs> the sisters are added kathy mm -hmm. yeah. so kathy as her sister you can poke and prod her and say donna what's on your mind oh what's she does on? she mm -hmm. does but yeah, donna yeah. your responsibility is to remember not everybody knows what you are internalizing and spinning round and round and round. And so you have to take a deep breath and remember to include them. And you know, what's funny is just today, <laughs> I put in capital letters to Addie saying, read my mind, because I said something and she was like, do you mean this or this? And I was like, hello, read my mind. Yeah. Because you've been having conversations in your mind extensively, oh, yeah. but nobody knows it. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's mm -hmm. so true. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so then, Kathy, you're somewhat different um, in your orientation because you have this strong Aries sun and it is opposite the planet Uranus in your chart. So you have the warrior, maverick, independent streak, the need to be original, the need to um, be innovative and creative, but the need to be free. And see, I'm using the word need. Mm. So when I'm looking at the horoscope and when I'm teaching my students, it is not a good consultation in astrology is not me telling you your personality. Okay. I mean, that's so that's a reading. Mm -hmm. That is, mm -hmm. let me recite the planetary positions and tell you your personality. A consultation is a conversation mm. okay. where we talk about how you need to express your energy and why do you need that? How does that serve your life purpose? So for you, Kathy, you need to make waves, to stir things up. You need to be original. You need to be free. You need to have excitement and adventure in your schedule every day. You yeah. would probably die a slow death if you were forced to sit behind a desk and have regular working hours every day and have somebody looking over your shoulder monitoring your work. That's 100%. It's not you at all. I don't yeah. do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a very, very strong statement there. But, you know, I imagine that you two are really good friends. I mean, here you are doing a podcast, so that's sort of assumed. But you yeah. have planets that are making wonderful connections with each other. I look at your charts and think, you guys have been friends before. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And you came back and you have, you know, wonderful synastry between your two charts. So, Kathy, your moon is in Aquarius, exactly conjunct Donna's sun. Hey, <clears throat> and that's a, a dance. yeah, it's a really nice connection to have for friendship or for um, relationships, working arrangements. It's a really nice connection. Oh, that's Thank awesome. You, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. I feel I that. I feel like we balance each other out so well. Like I am like she jokes, but she's right on about it. How like I'm like hurting a cat, like just trying to hurt a cat. Because I have so much energy and I have to be doing something and I'm all out there. And she just grounds me so easily. And um, I think our personalities are like once we once we I think became more we had more self-actualization on who we are growing up. It's like it became easier to kind of identify what each other needs from each other. And it, there's like a more radical acceptance, I think, of each other. And I think that's where the sinister, sinister I almost said sinister. <laughs> that would be me. Sinister sisters. Yeah. Sinistry. Sinistry. Yeah. Thank you. Um, comes in. Mm -hmm. 
Donna, well, you and think? you both are very sensitive. So, you know, I can see both of your spiritual sensitivity stands out in your charts. Mm -hmm. And I would say to you, when I see this kind of configuration that you both have, I would say, did your parents, when you were young, appreciate, recognize, or even understand your special sensitivities? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. And so what yeah. did you do with them? Talk to each other about it, or you developed defense mechanisms to protect yourself? Defense. What you know? I was in denial about it until... I mean, I always had an interest in like the occult and I always felt like I had, you know, so many questions about religion and it didn't, I just questioned, question, question to the point where I was like, I, be, I didn't believe in anything by the time I was a late teenager. And then in my uh, 20s, I had um, a spiritual experience with the death of a friend and that put me on the path of my spiritual path and my belief system that was always there. I just had repressed it just as, you know, adults in our lives repress and programmed us to not acknowledge that part of us. And Kathy's, you know, Kathy didn't come into her psychic self until she was older as well. Yeah. I ran away. I, I'm a runner. Yeah. I was a runner. I'm not, a, it took me a long time, but as a child, I ran away. I, I just, we, we didn't have the freedom of expression. Um, yeah. There was not a lot of understanding of, of, there was no emotional availability. And so I just ran and I, and I talked to my imaginary friends that are now my <laughs> charismatic adults in the spirit realm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. surprise me because, you know, the way I do astrology is um, therapeutic, modern astrology. So, mm. you know, I can see the early life signatures in your horoscopes and both of you have a pattern that suggests when you were young, that you may have been victimized by circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pushed around. Yeah. Because yeah. of circumstances. Mm -hmm. And you had to learn to develop security. Yes. And anchor into the earth. In fact, for you, Kathy, there's a strong signature that says age five may have been a very important time frame for you. Was there a move or was there um, something significant or a yeah. change in the family? Yeah, our, our middle sister, who it's okay to talk about, mm -hmm. uh, we're just loving her and blessing her right now. She has um, terminal cancer, and, and she's mm -hmm. in her, her process right now. Um, growing up, she she had a, you know, in emotional like, issues that were, weren't able to be... Chemical imbalance that you know, people treated as if mm -hmm. it was an emotional trauma, which it wasn't. It was mental illness, but it yeah. was the... It was what, 1980 or so, and the conversations were never around yeah. actual, you know, illness. It was always something must have happened to you. So, so the treatments were, just, you know, ineffectual and damaging in and of themselves. Yeah. And it was a struggle for and everybody. I just, and I started going to school and I have, I have school phobia. I was born deaf. And so I always had, I was very, I, I know that I'm a very smart person. I have a high. You were age. born deaf. I was yeah. born deaf. And so how was that repaired? Was it surgery? Um, no. no. It just, I think my anvil and hammer didn't vibrate and it just grew in. But it really was spiritually, I, spiritually, I, I, I can speak fact spiritually for myself is that I needed to come down to make sure I was going to be safe and okay. And then when Sunday knew that, you know, mom and dad of all their flaws were safe parents they mm -hmm. loved us you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i guess i knew i was okay but a five going to school uh donna was 10 my mother was depressed i was alone a lot tracy was going through her thing so i was alone a lot mm -hmm. and i think it created um it, it created some stress even though i have a happy you know but personality. i think i think kathy as uh somebody outside of you um, and observing you at that time, I think that's when you started, you developed your clown personality because I think you really just, you started to do, um, uh, you started to be like overly cute and overly funny to get the attention, which you did. Yeah. And it I think it was a defense mechanism. It was a defense mechanism yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's interesting because there is a suggestion at about age five that the stability in the base wasn't there and you know, with all that you were dealing with. Yeah. Interesting. That is mm -hmm. very interesting. Mm -hmm. But there's something to learn here. I mean, I look at your chart, Kathy, and I think part of the life purpose 
is for you to really understand your identity in terms of freedom. And there's a possibility, if we want to throw this out about past lives, because mm -hmm. I do look at past life patterns um, therapeutically, there's a possibility that one of the things you are trying to accomplish in this lifetime is to release any sort of pent-up anger or frustration from other lifetimes when you were overly controlled. Mm -hmm. and yes. Contro you know, if somebody tries to control you or tell you what to do or micromanage you, <laughs> it probably <laughs> brings up incredible <laughs> frustration. Or if you watch yes. a movie with that theme, it's, you know, you yeah. may get really heated up because it is yeah. important for you in this lifetime to say, I incarnated in a time frame where I get to be original and yeah. authentic and they won't lop off my head if I focus on, you know, right. unusual topics. Right. And you may have had a lifetime where your survival was dependent on fitting in and being good and staying in narrow parameters. I could totally relate and see that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you have to, if that's the only way you can survive, sometimes we do it, but it builds up a head of steam. It's like a volcano that builds tension. And then this lifetime is about you saying, I get to be who I am, but mm -hmm. who is that? And how, how much do I rebel against authority now because I'm pissed off from that other lifetime when they did control me? I think it took me a long time to, I think I must've brought that in this life in the beginning. Um, I didn't start really hearing, having my voice until I was in my early 30s. Uh, it took me a long time because I was in a controlled, abusive, uh, mm -hmm. traumatic relationship in my early teens and 20s. Now, that brings up an important point. Frequently, and you guys, I'm sure, know this with um, past life trauma. Mm -hmm. There are, when we have a past life bruise, and we choose to try to heal it in this lifetime, we tend to attract to us similar circumstances, not quite as intense as what happened in the past life, but enough so that it pokes the bruise so that you're forced to grow. So if the bruise was you were overly controlled and then you attracted that in a relationship, it poked it enough where you went, ow, ooh, I don't like how that feels. And it really pushed you to resolve it or start the resolution process. And you said early 30s, you know, at age 29 is when we go through what's called the Saturn return. Have you guys heard about that? I have heard that. Saturn return is when the planet Saturn goes all the way through the zodiac and comes back to the position it was when you were born. Mm. Okay, so it takes 29 years for Saturn to come back. And at age 29 is when we tend to grow up and pick our path. There is, um, it is a course correction time. It is an awareness time. For everyone, for everyone. And it doesn't mean that it will be successful because we have choice as to how we live our chart. But Kathy, you have a very powerful Saturn. Mm. So I'm sure there was an awakening at that time. You want me to tell you my awakening, Kathy? I'll tell you my awakening. Um, I was 29. I was 28 going on 29 when uh, my uh, the children's father brutally beaten me to death. And I come back. It's when I almost saw, to death, almost to death. No, I, mm -hmm. I died. No, I died. And um, I heard my son's voice, who was two months old, say, uh, you have to come back. I need you. You can't leave. And I saw my body in third person and I came out I was, and I and I was frozen as I come back. And it was a very odd and I felt very weird. And that's when I wanted to learn about what I saw. And I went to seminary, independent seminary. And I spent, I started uh, realizing my, my third eye went a little wonk. It, it, it went like this. And that's when I started on the, on the path of shamanism. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the ability to heal and help and see things. Uh, although I had to go through the period of acceptance of that, it, it took a lot of, uh, people uh, to encourage me <laughs> to follow that path and that was at 29 and I didn't even you know it's just amazing how that that was that that was the age and that's what mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. yeah it was pretty intense and I don't I was always psychic I've always had the ability I was channeled 
at an early age, um, but I suppressed it and oppressed it and uh, because I'm a runner. And then that's when I, it came back as an vengeance. I don't know what that, but like out of control, seeing people, seeing everything. And it scared me. It was a reset. It was and a you literally died and and started a new life, but just kept the same body. I, I feel uh, that. Yeah, they, yeah. I really yeah. feel that. Yeah. I, 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 I've talked to other people because, you know, when we do shaman work, we tend to meet up with other people who've had similar experiences. And we, we say the same things, talk the same. You know, I have an alchemy group where we say the same things. We, we understood, like, what happened and how that felt. And mm-hmm. making that choice to hear yourself and say, it's not your time. you got to go back. And it's, it, it's, it's very strange. Yeah, it's profound. And both of you, both you and Donna, have signatures in your horoscope that suggest that you're probably very skilled at giving, helping other people, giving to them. But you may not be as as naturally skilled at receiving. Mm. That receiving may put you in a more vulnerable position. And part of the life purpose for you both is to learn that it's okay to receive as much Mm. as you give. You know, that you are indeed lovable and that you deserve to be loved because you are breathing. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to make people happy. You don't have to fix their lives. You deserve to receive love because you are breathing. Both of you have that stamped in your chart as part of your mission. Hmm. And it's really, really important. Interesting that we have to learn this lesson together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And interesting that you two are both high communicators, um, talking <laughs> to the world. Over communicators. People have told us to shut up many times. <laughs> yeah, but your communications are different. For yeah. you, Kathy, it's it's just the need to be innovative and and share information and uh-huh. talk. But for you, Donna, it is needing to learn when to stop thinking. Mm-hmm. And when to start taking action. You are 100% right. I have had a book in my head for je- for mm-hmm. decades. And I just haven't written it down. You know, the million dollar question is when when I see charts that are overthinkers, yeah. you know, over processors, I say, why? Yeah. Why? Because your body is probably giving you the signal of when you have researched something long enough, when you have enough answers, yeah. when you have collected enough data. And your body is probably saying, stop, you're getting Mm -hmm. stressed out, you're crossing the line, now it's time to take action. So the question is, why don't you listen to that? And it Mm. may be... um, Well, I've talked about, you know, when you have a podcast and we talk about ourselves, you know, it, it forces us, and we're authentic, so it forces us to have real conversations. And I think over the last couple of years... It's come up. I really believe I'm a self-saboteur. Um, I think I fear success. And it, you know, I just this year left a job of 27 years that I love the people I worked with. And I actually love the job. But I was done. And it took me a long time to take action and make the change. And that now I'm writing full time, like I'm a freelance writer full time. I freelance now. And doing other things. I know. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's very great. But um, the um, uh, I hate saying imposter syndrome. I think that's that's one of like how you don't like mercury and retrograde. I don't like imposter syndrome. Um, I really think I fear success and I I have I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Is it afraid to fail? Is it like a, a fear of failing? I don't think nothing? I. I don't think I fear failing because I feel like I've failed a lot in my life. I've tried things and it hasn't worked out, and um, I. I don't know. I also. Well, I have I a thought know. about that. Okay. Yes. Okay, please. Yeah. Give me your thing. Give me your thoughts. The professional is in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have um, a signature in your chart that suggests that you may have had. Um, in one or more past lives, a major betrayal, Mm. abandonment betrayal. Um, And it may have been you had 
you know, let's say a few lifetimes where you were giving wisdom, you were conveying truth, you were trying to help people. And the suggestion in your chart is that you may not have picked up the signal that they didn't ask for it and they weren't ready for it. But mm-hmm. out of the goodness of your heart, you may have been sharing, 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 you know, let me help you. Let me give you this information. Your life will be better. And when you don't pick up the signal, eventually people get really threatened and say, back off, lady. And the way they do that is they betray or they mm-hmm. abandon or they, you mm-hmm. know, sneak attack that goes right into your heart because you weren't picking up the signals. So this lifetime, another life purpose lesson for you is to not worry what other people think so much, not care, and to also understand you are always supported, Mm, always, always forevermore supported by the universe, however you structure your universe, by the divine, by the goddess, by, you know, the angels, whatever yeah, yeah. You structure it. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm writing that down. Yeah. But, you know, the key thing for you is to develop, get a journal, which I'm sure you have many, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and write down what signals does your body give you when you are overthinking something. Because your, your body is giving you signals. Yeah. I overeat. It's... I overeat, mm-hmm. Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what signals are going on at that moment and honor them, catch them, do something to disrupt the cycle, develop yeah. a habit breaker, a habit disruptor, mm. which may be you get up and go do some action step because mm. it can move into anxiety. It can move into stress. It can move into just, you know, that yeah spin cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kathy, Kathy helped me heal. I got this weird rash boil thing on my I chest. Did. I did help you. Remember, you were like in Kathy, I said, Kathy, look what, you know, what is this? And Kathy said, it's, and I had some, a stressor in my life that I w- wouldn't let go of. And she's like, you've been thinking about this particular thing too much. And internalizing once, it. And once I realized that's what it was, um, it, it went away. Yeah. I didn't recognize yeah. it. It was you like a literal power- breakout. Well, you both are powerhouses. I mean, you really, mm-hmm. truly are because everybody's working on something, you know, but your sensitivity, your connection with the universe and your creativity for both of you are really stunning and profound and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, let me just ask you a research question. Is there any um, diabetes or blood sugar issues in your family? Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. both of you have signatures in your chart that suggest it's very important for you to be mindful of your sugar intake oh my god this is a regular fucking conversation (laughs) i feel like it's a deja vu right Mm -hmm. yeah kathy recently is um using a trigger to um quit uh quit sugar she's trying hard yeah i say if i eat sugar i will kill my uncle it'll yeah (laughs) she's got she's helping him with his cancer and So you're using guilt. That's yeah. I'm Italian. So I just (laughs) and he laughs every time because we had the conversation. He's like, you know, sugar, he's he has trouble with sugar, eating sugar. And I said, I'm having trouble too. I said, but I wouldn't want to do anything that hurts you and I want to support you. So I was going through Dunkin' Donuts and I was like, I can't have the donut, it'll kill my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) So all they hear is I'll have a hot coffee. I can't have Mm -hmm. a donut, it'll kill my uncle. Mm And so I, I did 31 days and I, you know, and, and so it, it, it has helped a lot knowing that it will not help me help my uncle or anybody else if I have the diabetes. So mm-hmm. yeah, keep it yeah. Time. Mom died early. Mom died way too young yeah. because she diabetes. didn't take care of herself and diabetes was a major, major oh, part of her life. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So listen to that signal and find a new habit develop a new habit yeah what mm-hmm. well, i started smoking more cigars i don't think <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> I, was I, was, I don't know like heroin because sugar is so great <laughs> i don't know what's That's as great as sugar like morphine i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll definitely lose some weight on we'll definitely lose some weight. yeah 
Um, well, it doesn't mean you have to stop it all together. No. Yeah, right. You're right. Moderation is really hard with addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. my thing is I feel like the sugar, I'm much better. Like I, I really have worked on it, but I can do moderation. I can eat something and not want to binge it. But before, I think because it is an emotional component that, you know, it fills what we can't satisfy. And so... I definitely have felt like the more that I become emotionally regulated, sugar has become a less of an issue. I can have a piece of pie or a piece of cake and be fine the next day. Um, so, but I think that no matter what, it's always in the back of my mind, like not to mm-hmm. follow mom's footsteps mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And you see how we're doing this? We're talking about your horoscopes, but I'm not using jargon. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking that, that, this is such a great conversation because um, the read, like we had, Kathy and I had a really great reading a few years ago with an astrologer from Buffalo and it was all jargon. And then she would say, and this is, you have something wrong with your foot. And then it was all jargon and this is going to happen. And you're like, we're like, yeah, these are all true things. Um, it but was, why did you waste so much time talking about jargon when I didn't understand yeah, that language? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people, you know, since astrology has become huge with social media and a lot of people now are learning astrology by Google search, which is just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Um, You know, I've been doing consultations since 1983 as my living, my entire living. So I've, you know, I've probably talked to 20,000 clients in Mm. my career, lots and lots. But when social media came about, all of a sudden now you get people who will look up, I have Venus in Pisces, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And Google will tell them what it means. And then they come to me and they know just enough to be totally dangerous and they want a cookbook astrology reading and I don't do that, I do astrology consultations in the modern right. therapeutic way. But it is very fracturing when people know you know, my moon is in this sign in this house, so that means I am this way. And I go, no, it suggests this is how you need to be in order to satisfy your life purposes. There's a big difference. You know, Mercury in the horoscope, um, for you, Kathy, you have Mercury in Aries. For you, Donna, you have Mercury in Aquarius retrograde. (laughs) So Mercury suggests how we need to think, how we need to communicate how we need to process information. So for you, Kathy, Mercury, and Aries, you need to do it very fast. What am I doing fast? Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, you communicate. Mm -hmm. You drive me crazy because you go from idea to idea to Mm -hmm. idea to idea. And she never, I'm like, can we go back to this idea? Mm -hmm. It's impulsive. It's spontaneous. And it needs to pop like popcorn. It has to happen. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is what's interesting is I follow through. I would say... 80% 80% of like, that's relative to like realistic to do. I found that fascinating that I was going back and I'm like, I had an idea, I was doing artwork and then I'm like, oh, this is a tarot deck. And then I made an Oracle deck and then I sold the Oracle deck, but now I'm not interested in doing another Oracle deck. I right. People book. love the Oracle deck and they're like, when are you going to do another? Yeah, and Kathy's like, I'm done. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm done. we could be making book. money, Kath. <laughs> I wrote but she's not, she's done. I wrote a well, children's book. It was great. Done. Sold. Yeah. And that speaks done. to your sun in Aries and your Mercury in Aries. So now I am using jargon, My but Aries is, Aries, so there you, go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, you're the pioneer. And once you experience it, you've got the experience and you want to move on to a new experience. It's immediate. Yeah. In fact, one of your superhero names could be immediate woman. <laughs> I want it now. I want it now. I want to fucking yeah. take it right now, Kathy. It's right. Yeah. Insta lady. Insta. Insta lady. Insta lady. Insta cat. Insta cat. But Donna, your Mercury is very yeah. different. We already talked about the Mercury retrograde yeah. part, which is internalization, but it's Mercury in Aquarius. So there's a humanistic side of you. Mm. You know, you like to study humanity and people and behavior. And uh-huh. ask, why are they acting the way they are? All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. an objective side to you. There's also a very passionate side, but there's a strong objective side to yeah, you. Yeah, that's Objectivity. so true. Yeah. So true. 
You know, on my YouTube channel, I have a series of videos for the natal Mars signs. Um, and so for you, Donna, you have the strongest Mars that a person could ever have. Your ah, Mars wow. is in Scorpio. That's that the kick-ass Mars. I was going to say, that means that I will take on any bar fight. Yes. She will. 100%. Yes. I will pick up that baseball bat and fight your <laughs> yes. fight for you. Yes. So if you look up that video and you to. watch the Mars in Scorpio video, I'll, I talk about when you use Mars in Scorpio, well, this is what you can achieve, but the shadow side, and yes. I talk about how it can manifest in the shadow, but that is the oh, kick-ass. Yeah. That is, that so is the kick-ass and take no prisoners, Mars. <laughs> that is true. Can, that can is I so just funny. say something really clever? So I'm Instacat <laughs> and Mars Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. Now illustrate that book. <laughs> illustrate that comic book series. Yeah, there you go, Kat. There's a new project. Yeah, there Hold you on. go. I'll be up tonight. Done. That's right. And so for you, Kathy, you have Mars in Gemini. And Mars in Gemini is somebody because Mars is saying, How do you need to take action? Okay. And I profile people by their Mars. I really oh. do. Because, you know, I'm an assertive woman and I know if I get into a negotiation or if there's a conflict or an argument, people are going to respond with their Mars. And so I can profile people by their Mars. I mean, you ought to see me when I go negotiate a car deal. <laughs> I don't amazing. know the salesman's I'm Mars. I'm the same way. Yeah, That's amazing. We're the yeah. same. Mars is flat. I'm not paying extra. That's, That's right. <laughs> I made a salesman cry once. I did. Uh, you become then my when, hero. And, and my, my husband had to come and sign some papers. I can't remember what it was, but the, the salesman shook his hand and said, I have never negotiated with someone like your wife. Like, yes. You're my hero, Kathy. You're my hero. So you got the Mars girls over here. And we do. So Kathy, your Mars is in Gemini, which is you need to communicate. You need to think. You need to be witty and, and um always be thinking of new ideas new phrases new you know class clown kind of things yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Funny i think phrases. i just showed everybody that <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah. fact we i love it when that happens facts right here facts astrology exactly right now. Mm -hmm. so this is how astrology works and this is Amazing. a good consultation will help you understand the life purpose issues and then we focus on the cycles that are going on now which are engaging those life purpose issues and helping your soul development. And, oh, my God, you both have some very interesting cycles. So, Donna, it doesn't surprise me you just um, recently, you said within the last year, quit a long-term job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 29 years, is that what 27, you said? 27. 27. Yeah. Because you are going through a cycle right now where transiting Saturn, Saturn in the sky right now, is transiting your sun in Aquarius and your Mercury in Aquarius. And again, Saturn comes back to the same position in 29 years. So you're going through a, a shifting period of developing a new identity. Yeah. You know, for you, I call it the hot wax period. And the hot wax period, you know, if you think about how they used to send messages, um, 100, 200 years ago, they would have yeah. a piece of parchment, they'd write the message, they'd yeah. fold it, and they would, they would yeah. put Use hot wax seal. on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And while the wax was hot, they would take their personal seal and make an imprint, right? Mm -hmm. and then the wax would cool and the imprint would be complete. Well, when I say hot wax period for you right now, Donna, it's about your identity. It's about your confidence. It's about how you see yourself in your reality field. Your energy field is like hot wax wanting to take an imprint wanting mm. to receive the imprint of who you want to be now in this next 29 years wow. and it comes via your thoughts your beliefs you know what you say the words that you use this is a beautiful time for you to be telling yourself how talented you are how much you can accomplish how how easily you want to step into the flow for fulfillment but it is spectacularly powerful. And I would say jump in with both feet and enthusiasm and make that imprint. All right. Mm -hmm. Do it, Donna. All right. I'm like, I'm going to go right now. Bye-bye. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> That's amazing. 
Yeah, so it's true. And see, this is what job. I love about cycles in astrology is if I can catch a client as they're going into one of these really powerful cycles, you can help them make the most out of it. Yeah. I feel great talking to you, Kathy. Cool. Amazing. We're getting yeah. in the car, Kathy. We're going to go. We're coming. Addie, Virginia let's go. Beach. Addie, we're going to get Addie a reading. We're going to get a consultation. Addie, you're going to get a consultation from the sisters. And the beach. But, okay. Mm-hmm. And the beach. But for you, Kathy, this is a phenomenally creative time. Mm. A lot of creativity should be starting to flow through you. And all I can say is starting now for about the next four to five years, the more you can engage your creativity and put yourself out there, the more it's going to pay off. Do you see yeah. that, guys? Blessings, blessings want to shower you at this time, and you need to arrange yourself so that you are receptive to that. And taking advantage of it, which means putting yourself out there I and just creating. did that, Kathy. I just literally yesterday did the biggest step of my career life so hard for me i Mm. i it just kind of it didn't i can't say it just fell into my hands because i've been working for and i have to recognize that but the universe uh connected me with a wonderful woman who i helped so much who knew a lot of somebody who knew somebody i got i put a down payment on money i kind of don't have but will have an airbnb and i'm doing my first retreat and I'm charging $600 Perfect. and I'm writing the agenda and Addie was just, yes. and Donna were helping me with my brochure. It's like literally happening right now. And I just said, I think I should get another date because I think it's going to overflow. I think it will because you have a particularly auspicious cycle becoming exact in October of 2022. Mm. Now that doesn't mean that you only get auspicious things in October of 22. What but does it, that mean, it, auspicious things? I'm sorry. I got um, Beneficial, yeah. positive, mm-hmm. um, blessings, okay. many, many blessings, and luck and serendipity. Um, so basically, it's for the next two or three years, as long as you, as long as you feel like your train is on the track and you are cooperating and doing the work you need to do, being guided by the universe, the payoff, this is a particularly lucky, powerful, positive time for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to receive it. And I mm-hmm. have been working really hard. I have a very, very um, over-giving husband, over-loving, over-amazing, and in a positive way, over. And one of the things that was our only struggle is I had a hard time receiving all the things that he has given me and learning that, you know, that if I don't receive, I can't give. So you have to have balance. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm learning. I'm definitely Mm -hmm. on that stretch where it's okay Mm -hmm. now. People want to grant me things. Okay. I receive and I'm grateful. Yeah. Only say two words, which are thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for you, Donna, by the way, I would really get writing on that book because you have very powerful cycles that suggest by the middle part of 2023, um, you might be able to present what you have written um, to a publisher. Now, it doesn't mean it has to be complete by 23, um, mm-hmm. because that would pressure you, and then you would stall out. You just froze. I just looked at your aura, I know. and it just froze. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Push, and I push, and I do this. This is when you Did breathe, because you, you also stopped breathing right yeah. then, too. Yeah. yeah. But let me let me rephrase this. Okay. By middle part of 2023, your writing will be hot. It's like cooking with gas. You know, it's going to be hot. It's going to be flowing through you. It's going to be all cylinders firing. Now, it is up to you as to whether you cooperate with that or not. Because if you relax into it, um, your best work will come through you. And I would take the chance because it's there. I'm, I'm looking at it. And yeah. it doesn't matter if the book or whatever you're writing is mm-hmm. done in 23 or 24 or 25. It doesn't matter. It matters that you do it, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you have very auspicious things coming 
wonderful, beautiful cycles in 25, 26, 27. I mean, so both of you are in sync with about that same time frame. Hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So maybe I'd... joint efforts in something too. Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is amazing. It's just so on point. The way you're delivering this is so easy and it's like flawless. It's, it's so a, a breath of fresh air. For me, why astrology is hard is I, um, you know, I have, a, I, had a, I have a learning disability. And then in 2016, I had a stroke. And so it becomes very challenging with facts and, and things. And I get very confused very easily. So I stay away from anything that's like hard facts that you have to memorize or remember things. I, I, I just have a very difficult time. So it becomes over intimidating for me. Mm -hmm. So it's not that like if somebody asks me a question about themselves, like you said, I have the information already. It just comes in a different way. I could probably ask an astrologer who's passed away to give me the information to tell that person. <laughs> then I won't know what I'm saying. So it's just, it's just, it's too much. It's overkill. So um, what you don't I, need astrology. You already have no. the information yeah. you need. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's fascinating to me. It's, it's mm -hmm. fascinating and, and so factual. It's so, it's so well, see, factual. astrology can be misused and there's a lot of that going around. Um, or let me, I should say it in a different way. I should say my path and my commitment is to use astrology as a learning tool to help other people grow and um, resolve life purpose issues and polish their soul. But there are many forms of astrology which are more fatalistic mm -hmm. and entirely predictive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are people who will lock you into your chart and say, well, you have this bad aspect in your chart and it means you will never have children or you won't oh, have a relationship that's... or it means that in this year this terrible thing will happen. And it's very limiting and negative and I mean, I could get on a soapbox for days on that. Uh, mm. I find it is spiritually arrogant, and I, I find it is a misuse of astrology. Because, you know, we ha if, you, if you are open to reincarnation, and the fact you may have had many lifetimes, then therefore you've had many charts. And mm. I always say, I am not my chart. I am a soul who has a chart, mm -hmm. and that chart is just what I am using in this lifetime to grow. But I am not that chart, you know, that's and that's great. an important distinction yeah. because there are a lot of people out there that will use their chart as an excuse or, yeah. you know, people who study who say, well, but I have moon and Gemini, so therefore I can't make decisions. And I, yeah, you know, well, you know, I Kathy, I'm so out. glad you're talking about this because we've talked about this on the podcast a lot in the last four years is that I come to the same way. I am not a, uh, I when people come for psychic read readings, I'm not future focused and they don't understand that. And I was like, that's not going to help you learn your path right now. I use my ability to help you heal those things that you can't see. I can see what happened to you at a certain time. Let's talk about it. And so it's more of a he emotional healing approach using my psychic abilities right. and telling somebody I don't. And I, the first thing I say is you have to have ethics when you're when you when somebody is in front of you and they're looking for you for guidance in their life that's a big responsibility because you affect them for the rest of their life if you tell somebody they're never having kids do you know how destructive that is and and first of all who are we to say that and second of all or when they're going to die or when that accident is coming or Mm -hmm. I don't even tell people when they're going to meet their mate because they're going to miss out because they're going to pay too much attention to it. And I have an issue with social media. Uh, these, these, these younger people who haven't had the wisdom in themselves yet to do guidance really concerns me. Um, and so it's not that they're not able to do it, but I couldn't do this work in my twenties <laughs> and I was gift. I have psychic ability. I, you know, I have to meet people where I'm at. And if I'm at a place of uh, trans transformation and understanding and, again, learning self-actualization, I cannot help the other person. And so people are giving very unhealthy advice, which you're not supposed to give, or that psychic, you know, damage. Absolutely. I could not agree more. 
and I see it all the time. And I will get clients who call and say, I had an astrologer who told me this or who predicted yes. that. And, and then you have to reframe it and try to clarify it. And you have to remind people they are creating their reality every moment of every day. Mm -hmm. You know, your future starts right now. That's right. And that you have free will and choice. And because mm -hmm. the desire is to empower the unlimited opportunities that are available to us all not to lock them into their chart yeah. but using your chart as an excuse oh man does that that oh, triggers she's ready something to go. big Kathy's ready. She, her yeah. face is red. I have to take deep breaths and then because, Donna has you know. the bat and then <laughs> and now I've got to make another something that's right I, can we go back to the beginning Kathy you mentioned you've been doing this since eight years old and wh how, how, how did that happen? Tell me that story. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, when I was eight, I had this burning desire. I mean, I was always, um, I was seeing auras at a very young age. I was getting psychic impressions, but I was fascinated with astrology. And I begged my mother to please get me some astrology book. And, you know, she wasn't a very conscious woman or very mm -hmm. spiritual and it was like, just to shut me up, she got me Linda Goodman's sun sign book. Mm -hmm. And um, I read it on the front steps. And I remember reading it in, at eight and nine years old thinking, I'm, it's like I'm remembering it. Oh, wow. And so I went into my mom and I said, how can this be? I'm reading this, but it's like I already know it. And it's just reminding me. And she goes, go outside and play. Go play. Go get on yeah. your bike. Do something. Go away. Yeah, she couldn't yeah. answer. Yeah. So for many, many years, I mean, I was the one in the playground in third and fourth and fifth grade walking around with Linda Goodman's sun sign book, <laughs> and walking on the playground saying, and what is your birthday? And then I would write it at the back of the chapter for that sign. And then I would observe. You know, I was always the tallest person in the school. I was always the skinniest and I was very athletic. So if they gave me any crap, then, you know, I could deal with it. <laughs> but I was doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when Amazing. I was 24, I started my professional practice. There was nothing else I wanted to do oh, except that. that amazing? What a calling. And That's great. This, yeah. To know that, to know what your calling is that young is just, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I think I had studied it many, many other lifetimes. And it was just trusting what was coming back up to the surface, being triggered by books I would read. You know, I just trusted it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just the key. Went from there. Mm -hmm. Trusting. That's the mm -hmm. whole key. Trust the Being process. Being brave enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trust the process. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a phenomenal. I can't thank you enough for doing this for us. This has been so, a very great hour. This uh, hour flew by. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Wonderful. So well, uh, go thank ahead. you for letting me go into your chart and do it publicly. I mean, that's oh. a very brave thing. Very happy I, I, to do it. I feel it. like I've. I've exposed them. <laughs> yeah. They're my friends. Everybody who's listening are my friends, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We always say that we treat this like we're sitting around the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. So when you sit around the kitchen table, a lot of shit comes out. So, oh, yeah. So, no, I think that this will be very helpful to a lot of people. Kathy, I promise you right now, I will never make another Instagram post about Mercury and retrograde for the rest of my life. So thank you for that. Yes, we will change our ways. Absolutely. Accountability is important. Well, yeah, because what you do is you anchor in to other people's consciousness that Mercury yeah. retrograde equals bad things happen, and then they, they get to and be right. And they do. That's yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy. How do we what, transmute? What should we write about Mercury? Mercury, Mercury is retrograde is great for being productive in your thinking. It's great for being productive in problem solving. And... When Mercury is retrograde and you get to travel, then the state of mind you need to get into is flow, relaxing and flow and lightheartedness. You know, you don't have to manifest problems, but if, if a schedule change does come up and you flow during Mercury retrograde, it resolves beautifully. But right. if you go into it going, Mercury retrograde means I'm going to miss my flight self-fulfilling prophecy which says be mindful what you tell yourself because you get to be right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i say mercury retrograde everything works out and it does for me it but does it does attitude is everything right
attitude and perspective. That you but, you know, for the people who want to engage the drama of Mercury retrograde, they can do that. But they get to be right about it, and then they're responsible for that. Right. And that's okay. I don't right. want to. Yeah. When, when our good. tech goes and it's in Mercury and retrograde, I was gay. All right. We're just gonna we're just gonna have to flow flow with mm -hmm. this one. But I would say there's the Mercury, but let's mm -hmm. just do it. We do do that. I have mm -hmm. to say we do do that. Yeah. You know, and then you would ask yourself, if you didn't know Mercury was retrograde, then shit's happening. Right. Would it you yeah. Happen. It just happens. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, for people it's just shit. Like it's like some of the best, <laughs> most successful people out there never look at astrology. They never look at a chart. They never say, where are the planets? And do I have permission to do what I do? Their instincts are so strong. They go, yep, got the signal, going to do it. Boom. And it Bang. works. Bang. Yeah. 100%. That's yep. great. Wow. I'm so grateful. Yeah. So um, I encourage everybody again to look you up, roseastrology.com yes. and on YouTube. And um, I'm really positive this is not going to be the last time we chat kathy no, i hope you want to come back kathy we loved having you anytime yes. yeah you guys are great and <gasps> thank it's you been such a pleasure yeah. to meet you you guys are both very brilliant powerful women <gasps> and you, you now have two more best friends <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much thank you so much i is any last words anything not i don't think so i just okay thank you good for inviting me this thank has you. been a You're lot welcome. of fun oh, absolutely really great thank you oh, so much I have all right reflecting to do Donna. i know we have a lot to talk about we Kat. have a lot to talk about <laughs> first of all i just a lot of pointing i have a lot of pointing <laughs> i know i know <laughs> all right uh, i hope everybody you. has a great thanksgiving weekend yes all right addy we can be out bye Open up my window to substitute outside.